welcome to the 42nd episode of Let's Conquer Books. Adam Braun in his book The Promise of a Pencil said, It's the presence of others who are smarter, kinder, wiser, and different from you that enables you to evolve. Those are the people to surround yourself with at all times. In this episode, I talk about 10 aspects of the dip that leads you to mastery, which are the dip as extraordinary benefits. The dip controls everything in life worth doing. The dip creates scarcity. The dip insulates you from the competition. The dip is an opportunity. Know that you are facing the dip. Quitting the dip will turn you into a serial quitter. Find a steep dip. Keep going when the dip is expecting you to stop. And the dip is an opportunity to create something extraordinary. So let's get into it. I'm your host, Alexander the Great Reader, and this is a podcast where we read, study lessons, and build our inner power because the next level we will reach does not tolerate cowards. The the book I'm talking about today is The Dip by Seth Godin. At the beginning, when you first start doing something, it's fun. Over the next few days and weeks, the rapid learning you're experiencing keeps you going. Whatever your new thing is, it's easy to stay engaged in it. And then the dip happens. The dip is this long slog between starting and mastery. A long slog that's actually a shortcut because it gets you where you want to go faster than any other path. An example I'm going to use for a dip is being an optimal reader, an expert reader, a professional reader. This is a new concept I'm coming up with and I got this while exercising, and I know, or watching other people exercising, they they did different exercises that look more difficult, more more well thought out, more researched, and they had better physique, and I can tell they were eating more, and they were taking it way more serious than me, and they were staying there longer than I am, coming earlier than I am, more times than I am. Some people go two, three times to the gym. They're professional people who take care of their bodies. And they don't necessarily get paid for it. There's a lot of people in there that are not getting paid for it. It's just their lifestyle. Just like me. I don't get paid to read a bunch of books. But it's my lifestyle. It's what makes me feel good. There's ten aspects. The first aspect is extraordinary benefits occur to the tiny majority minority of people who are able to push just a tiny bit longer than most. Now, in the United States, the average reader reads about four books a year. Now, I don't push just a tiny bit because I read over 100. The last two years, I've been reading over 100 books a year. So I'm pushing through this dip that most people quit on because four four books is that dip that people just quit on. I'm pushing through that dip and I'm getting extraordinary benefits. And those benefits are going to start adding up over every year that I read 100 books. The second Aspect is almost everything in life worth doing is controlled by the dip. I'm going to reference CEOs here because CEOs read about 60 books a year. Why are they putting that much effort and time into reading 60 books a year? 
there's something worthwhile doing that. It has to be because these people are busy. These people are, are managing corporations and a lot of money. Have to make high stressful, high impactful decisions, and they're reading sixty books a year. And that was my goal. Sixty books when I started out doing this is like I'm going to read as much as the CEO reads. The third takeaway is the dip creates scarcity. Scarcity creates value. When I was thinking of doing this podcast, I was close to a hundred books, and I said, you know what, I should reach. 100 books because that will generate interest in the podcast that will be the hook just me saying that I read 100 books a year will create interest enough for people to listen in take me serious because it's not every day that you hear somebody reading 100 books in one year it's very scarce people that are successful that's just that's not that's not the average people is not wildly successful and these wildly successful people read books Elon Musk reads a lot of books he's always referencing books books have influenced his life Jeff Bezos too if you read that book on the space bearings they talk a lot about how Jeff Bezos was influenced by all the books he used to read Warren Buffett takes a lot of time reading every day I don't know if it's eight hours or six eight hours daily reading The fourth aspect is in a competitive world, adversity is your ally. The harder it gets, the better chance you have of insulating yourself from the competition. If that adversity also causes you to quit, though, it's all for nothing. Now, for me, the reading, novels, philosophy, science books, sci-fi, that's my adversity because I am a high school dropout. I really didn't read books when I was young. Nothing at all. Very little. Maybe one a year, if that. So reading novels, reading philosophy, science books, sci-fi, it's a real challenge to me. And for a lot of other people, too. And there's really not much people around me, people I know, that read the type of stuff I'm reading and can even compete with me at the numbers I am producing of reading, the type of knowledge that I'm gaining. The fifth aspect is it's not enough to survive your way through this dip. You get what you deserve when you embrace the dip and treat it like the opportunity that it really is. Now, if you embrace the dip and you treat it like an opportunity, you're creating neural pathways, connections, to other books you read. New books are are connecting with older books and you're getting inspiration. You're getting creativity flowing through you. You're becoming more grateful because you read how hard others have it. You're getting inspired by how others have overcome so much. You're becoming empathetic about how others struggle, others live. Others don't have the opportunities you have. And you're, right now I'm thinking about Seneca's shortness in life, and it's true, the life is short, and we're not taking life seriously. And reading helps you do that. Aspect number six is knowing that you're facing a dip is the first step in getting through it. 
Now, the dip that I know I was facing a lot this year was reading big books. Most people face that same dip, too, like 700, 500, 600, 800, 900 page books. People barely read those books. And if they do read books, they're definitely not big books like 700, 800. So you just got to get through it. Just do it. Just get through reading a big book. Because just doing that has already separated you from the majority, the pact. You, you've gotten through the dip of reading big books. My, fir- my biggest book I've read this year is the Steve Jobs books, and it was worth it. Definitely worth it. The autobiography by Walter Isaacson. Aspect number eight or seven is quitting when you hit the dip is a bad idea. If the journey you started was worth doing, then quitting will hit when you hit the dip just wastes the time you've already invested. Quit in the dip often enough and you'll find yourself becoming a serial quitter, starting many things but accomplishing little. So I don't quit. Even if the book is way above my head, I'm not intelligent enough, I don't know enough. A book I'm thinking about right now, Super Intelligence by... Nick Bostrom, man, that book was way over my head. I didn't know anything that was going on. It was very thick. All the words were in there little. Each page was big. It took me forever to read that thing, but I read it. Because I don't want to be known as a quitter. I know there's a lot of philosophy out there that if you don't interest, just let it go. And it's okay. But I'm trying to build a different type of muscle become a different type of professional, and these are the things I have to do. Ralph Waldo Emerson is a great intellectual from the past, and people love him, so I was like, let me read this stuff, and I, that stuff was flying above my head. I read Self-Reliance, his essay, and I didn't understand 95% of it. I got through it. I got through that dip. Mango Street is another one. I really didn't get it. I don't know why this book is one of the best reviewed and has tons of reviews and they're making kids read this book i thought it was all right got through the dip aspect number nine is if you want to be a superstar then you need to find a field with a steep dip a barrier between those who try and those who succeed and you got to get through that dip to the other side this is actually aspect number eight so most book, most people read an average of four books. So I consider myself a superstar when it comes to reading. And anybody who reads a hundred books should consider themselves a hundred a superstar. And people view you, and they want they want to be like you because everybody wants to read more, but they can't. And you're doing it, and you've crossed this barrier. And they know that you've, you've overcome that dip that they felt themselves. And they know that barrier is steep. Just reading one book a month is steep. Imagine reading 10 a month, 8, 9, 10, whatever it takes 100 a year. You become a superstar. Aspect number nine is if you, if you can't get through the dip, if you can't keep going when the system is expecting you to stop, you will achieve extraordinary results. So if you can get through those dips, if you can keep going, you're going to get great results. 
look, I've gotten through the dip of, of 100. I've achieved that. Now I'm in a new place. And look, I'm almost at 200 books this year. I, I can't imagine reading more. But once you get through the dip, you're, you're in this new space that very little people get into. I read a 700-page book, like I said. I read a couple. I read another one by Steven Pinker. And I don't know if the um, other Walter Isaacson book on Leonardo da Vinci is over 700, but I've been reading big books lately, and it's not becoming a hassle. It's not becoming a dip no more. I can do it. I know I can do it. I'm reading widely. I read Ernest Hemingway. I used to hear a lot about this guy and was intimidated just because, like, oh, I don't think I can read that type of stuff. I'm reading it. Uh, again, I'm reading Isaacson, the biographer. I love him. His books are big. Just looking at him makes you want to quit. Douglas Adams, his books are all about sci-fi, and I read them, and I'm starting to enjoy them. Neil deGrasse Tyson, those books are definitely crazy. I enjoy them, but I still they're still challenging. Adam Braun, I'm starting to read about people who are doing nonprofits, are giving to the world, and giving in extraordinary ways. Michio Kaku, he's like a scientist, and he's very futuristic and trying to grasp his vision, his knowledge of where we're going. Pretty crazy stuff. Aspect number 10 is to be a superstar, you must do something exceptional. Not just survive the dip, but use the dip as an opportunity to create something so extraordinary that people can help but talk about it, recommend it, and yes, choose it. Again, I said I consider myself a superstar when it comes to reading books I read 100 books in a year, so that help, that influences or inspires people to talk about it. Wow, this guy stopped reading 100 books a year. They recommend it. Listen to this guy. He knows what he's talking about. He read 100 books in a year, and then they start choosing reading books, reading more books, creating the habit of daily reading and becoming like those people who work out every day, two, three times a day, are physically fit, and you go, wow. You know, I personally admire people who are really good in shape because I know that they're taking it serious. They're putting a lot of work and effort, time, resources. So reading, I hope people recommend others that they talk about reading more and they choose to read more as a daily habit, that they know that it's important to read, that they listen to the tips and hacks I give them and they use it themselves. They recommend it to others that they understand the science of behind reading and they recommend reading. You know, they recommend the science. They read the science to influence them to read more. And they understand the advantages of reading. You know, you're learning from professors of, of colleges like Adam Grant is a professor. He writes good books. Carol DeWick is a professor. Jordan Peterson, there's a lot of professors that go to these prestigious schools and you can learn from them. Icons, you can learn from like Kevin Hart, Tyler Perry, Elon Musk, Phil Knight, the founder of Nike, Amazon, risk takers, people taking a lot of risk. If you're looking to take a risk, you know, you can read about risk takers. Virgin founders, one big risk taker, wildly successful people, people that are impacting the world, like Adam Brown with Pencils of Promise. I'm reading one right now by Catherine Hook, who does Defy. 
She is impacting prisoners, men and women, with her Defy organization that turns these prisoners into entrepreneurs. Very good book, and she's impacting the world. There you have it. That's the episode. The action for this episode is read the Seth Golden The Dip. It's like 80 pages, really small book, and you'll love it. It really affected me, and now I enjoy and am conscious of the dip, and I say, you know what? This is the dip, and I'm going to overcome it. And use it to overcome the dips you're trying to achieve. Don't just use it to read more, which is good. This is what, let's conquer books, let's conquer reading. Or if you're starting trying to start a business, it's going to be a dip. And understand that and understand 10 aspects of it. Losing weight is going to have its dip. Having a successful marriage is going to have its dip. Becoming rich, wealthy has its dip. Becoming famous has its dips. So remember all these aspects and read the book. I want to thank you, the listener, for 4,200, over 4,200 plays and downloads. My personal reading challenge, I am at 181 books out of 200, and that's because I've overcome many dips. And let's connect on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. All the links are in the description. I hang out more on Instagram. And I'm looking for people to interview, like authors, publishers, people who read a lot, people who, who actually use the techniques and hacks of this podcast, you know, anybody that loves books, basically. So let's connect, and I'll catch you on the next one. Please subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Anchor, or any other podcasting platform so you don't miss the next episode where I talk about, trust me, your childhood was not that bad.